0: Okay, we're recording.
1: Go ahead and start. You did uh, did last time.
0: I don't want to start. You start.
1: Hi. (laughs) Stop being a bitch and just do it. Good day.
0: This is Destination Wedding Pod. Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod, a podcast all about weddings with an emphasis on destination weddings.
1: Each week, we'll explore the ins and outs of Destination Weddings, from the details to the drama and everything in between.
0: You can expect foul language, us laughing at our own jokes, even when they're not funny, and straight-up real talk. We are your hosts, Christina Kay and Laisha West. Strap in for an awesome episode. Welcome Today, we're going to talk about... I don't know why I sound like a robot right now. (laughs) Let's try this again. This is Destination Wedding Pod. Welcome. I hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday or whatever day that you decide to listen to this. Today, we are going to talk about traditional, with an emphasis on traditional, wedding roles.
1: Yeah, so two weeks ago, we discussed how to pick your wedding party. and Choose. how how to choose your wedding party and then the next week we talked about um failures with with wedding parties and so today now we're going to talk about the traditional things that duties duties (laughs) tasks and duties of your
0: notice i didn't laugh at duties
1: (laughs) at your wedding party um so to start
0: and also we're going to talk about traditional wedding costs and who pays for what Back in the olden days, because these days the couples are paying for their own shit, or the aunts. The aunts <laughs> are paying for everything, or the couple.
1: No, yeah, whatever um good aunts that's what they aunts 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 so each member of your wedding party will have responsibilities unique to their role we're saying this this is a traditional thing we're not saying that this has to be a we're just saying what
0: okay hang on a second i know christina doesn't know what the word unique means so where did you get this information and where are you reading it from
1: i got this from the com, and also i just kind of like I, I like search the, the dictionary
0: <laughs> the what
1: Webster's. So I decided. Did to start- you
0: try to say thesaurus? Yeah,
1: but I don't know why. Are you
0: being like Joey on Friends?
1: <laughs> yes. yes, but anyway, unique. Um, so <laughs> she's saying a new word she learned.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. She knows how to say unique.
1: Which, which she knows you can always the word. listen. You listen. Each member of your wedding party will have responsibilities unique to their role, which you can always change based on your individual preferences. We've discussed that over and over. It's what your day, do it as what you want to. As a whole, however, here's what makes the wedding party special.
0: I need you to move your face a little bit closer. You can move the microphone. You don't have to move your
1: face. The members of your wedding party should help you with many different aspects of the wedding planning wedding planning process say that three times fast wedding planning process wedding planning process they are saying (laughs) pledding so then wedding planning process (laughs) the people who make up your wedding party may help you pay for the wedding assist in picking out the wedding attire put together invites craft wedding decorations and be available for any of those last minute needs that always pop up the wedding party members, wedding party members are usually in charge of planning and hosting many of the events surrounding the wedding, including the engagement party, showers, and the bachelor parties. Wedding party members may wear special or matching attire. They may match each other or wear wedding colors. Usually the wedding party members are dressed formally even if the dress code is semi-formal or even casual.
0: Are you just reading a book right now?
1: Shut up. The wedding I'm telling
0: you about wedding parties. This is an audiobook brought to you by <laughs> Christine and Allison Kay.
1: So the wedding party is also including in the photo session after the ceremony. The couple will likely ask for different configurations of wedding party members for family and friends' pictures. During the reception, the wedding party will often, often be given prime seating. They may sit at a large table with the newlyweds or at the closest table to them. Finally, and perhaps most oh god, <laughs> most importantly, the wedding party members serve as moral support for the couple during the wedding planning.
0: <laughs> like <a> wedding planning. <laughs> wedding planning process.
1: Wedding planning process. And during the weddings itself, there will be frustrations and challenges along the way, and perhaps some nerves or big emotions on the big day itself. The wedding party is there to offer love and encouragement. They may help make the wedding a truly special day for the couple.
0: Quoted directly from (laughs) brides.com. I actually
1: changed a lot of it. So. You changed.
0: That's why you used the thesaurus. (laughs) That's why she used the thesaurus. Oh, son of a. Okay, we're back. Okay, so the first. We don't remember what we were talking about except for wedding pledding. So (laughs) we're wedding pledding right now. Okay, so um, the, how are we gonna do this? Well,
1: I was just gonna go with the first one on my list. The first wedding party member okay. on my list is the maid or matron of honor. Okay. You wanna tell me about that or no?
0: No, you're doing great. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so the maid or matron of honor. I guess we should people that don't know a maid of honor is a woman that's unmarried. That's your honorary member, and then a the matron would be a married woman that you've made your honorary. Best woman person. <laughs> wow. She's the bride's right hand. Wow! Okay, go ahead. Um, she, or even he, because we've discussed that we can have guys, can be the man of honor too, supplies a second pair of eyes, and provides emotional support as needed. In general, the maid or matron of honor heads up the bridal shower and bachelorette party. This person also handles numerous wedding day details, which include toasting the newlyweds, signing the marriage license, adjusting the bride's train at the altar, and holding your book... <laughs> her bouquet during the (laughs) vow she also should help the bride get dressed and is the last attendant to walk down the aisle before the bride traditionally holding the groom's wedding ring the maid of honor and best man below can be
0: below what
1: (laughs) 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 this is why this needs to be more
0: conversational and not read
1: okay but so the maid of honor yeah and the best man, which we'll discuss next, can be referred to as honor attendant. I did not know that. So your maid of honor, best man, are your honor attendants. I like that. I like that. A lot. Obviously, okay. Do you have anything to add more about the matron or maid of honor? Well, she pretty much wrangles
0: the the bridal party, which is hard to do herding cats.
1: And go. So the best man. <laughs> Or the best woman, depending on what you want. And remember, we learned about this too, like back in the olden days, what they actually were for. The, that so apparently he's supposed to keep other people from taking her bride. Yeah. Um. But he's his personal aide throughout the wedding planning. He helps him pick out his tuxedo. He met. Ma- he plans the bachelor party. And he's in charge of the other groomsmen. So his duties um, are like getting the groom to the ceremony on time, giving the officiant their fee after the ceremony, signing the couple's marriage license, and holding the bride's ring at the altar. He may be also responsible for the toast and keeping the dance party going throughout your reception. So he's the... I mean, like, they're saying that, like, he's the guy that keeps the party going. Like, the woman keeps the, I mean, the maid of honor keeps the shit together, and the man makes sure that the party continues. That's
0: sexist as, as hell. hell.
1: <laughs> okay, so bridesmaids is my next one on the list. So, they are these pe- people or family members who form form the bride's entourage. They're the support team for the maid of honor. They help with pre-wedding tasks. Um, like, just anything that the bride could need. They're also expected, apparently, to keep the dance floor running, and play co-host as a guest. So they come in with the groomsmen down the aisle Uh before the the honor, what do we call them? Honor (laughs) attendants. Honor attendants. Oh, my gosh. So then the groomsmen are on the same thing. I mean, they're on the same thing except for on the other side. And they um, assist in preparing for the big day to support their groom. And sometimes they double as ushers, if there's not ushers also in there. Um, and they get to decorate the getaway car and act as a resource for confused guests.
0: <laughs> does it say that in the, the it article? Does. It did. I love it.
1: Um, and so then you have junior bridesmaids or junior gridsmen or junior ushers. And these, peop- these are young members, for like, if they say age 9 to 16. And they attend all the major functions except for the bachelor and bachelorette party. Um, and they fulfill the same responsibilities. Do you as- want to just
0: say hand and stag Because you can't say bachelor and bachelorette
1: no bachelor bachelorette I can't say it <laughs> you can't <laughs> um so the junior bridesmaids wear age appropriate versions of the bridesmaids dresses and the dream, junior groomsmen may support a tux or a suit so at my wedding because only had you you and Leah were the oldest the rest of them were children so they would have been considered junior groomsmen and bridesmaids yeah I was like five and a half okay you were not and so here's something <laughs> funny that this is they put this on the same line okay okay flower girl child pet <laughs> so, that's what it says so what little,
0: flower girl slash child slash, slash pet? pet yeah
1: little ones age three to eight can walk down the aisle before the bride scattering flower petals from a basket or carrying a pomander
0: pomander
1: what's a pomander is that a little bunch of flowers
0: you remember the ball of flowers that you had at your
1: wedding that's a pomander
0: that's a pomander pomander so it's a ball a flower. it's an actual ball of flowers that's it's the flowers are stuck into a round ball a spherical ball spherical it's a sphere and it's you hold a ribbon And that is... Well, I'm not... I know know you remember it. I'm explaining it to those people. Our fans. uh, okay. Our uh, droves and droves (laughs) of fans that we're talking to right now.
1: So, little ladies, cute little boys, or even your furry friend can fill this role. Most flower children sit with their parents. How does a
0: dog drop the flower petals? Tell me. Explain. I
1: don't know, but we're going to try to get Tucker to do it for Brittany and Tyler's wedding. (sighs) So, does the ring bearer as a young boy or girl... They say an A. Two walks down the aisle just before the flower girl carrying a small decorative pillow with the two wedding bands tied to it. How
0: old is the boy?
1: They say four to eight.
0: Okay. Let me say this one more time.
1: Okay.
0: Nobody should be carrying the rings except (laughs) for an adult. Do not give anyone under the age of... I was going to say 18, but let's just go ahead and say 25. (laughs) Because the twenty-one year olds are like, woo, I can drink, woo, 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 let's drink, and then they lose the rings.
1: I understand. So I have father of the bride and father of the groom, mother of the bride, mother of the groom on here, but you're gonna talk about that more, yes. When we so get there.
0: I go will go into my wedding party stuff and talk about what the wedding party is supposed to pay for. I am reading this from a website that I'm just going to. Oh God. <laughs> Okay, so all of my information is from WeddingWire and BrideBookCo. dot uk. So some of the stuff is gonna um, contradict itself because in the UK there are vaguely different um, traditions.
1: I do know that I still have some more duties. I mean, things. Don't say duties.
0: And what do you mean things? Not for well, the not for the wedding party though.
1: Yeah, I mean. Well, no, I guess... You just said you ushers. were done with the wedding party. Officials, ushers, candlelighters, pages. Huppa. Carriers. Huppa. Huppa. So, I think I am done, actually. Because everybody... You all know what officials and ushers are? Yeah. Good. Good. So,
0: remember this is traditional. So, on um, bridebook.co.uk, it said, um, who pays for the bridesmaid dresses and usher suits? And they said that the bride's side of the family traditionally pays for the brides and bridesmaids dresses, although more and more bridesmaids are paying for their own dress. Um, it really depends on the budget, the type of dresses you want them to wear, and whether or not it's within their price range. As for the best man and usher suits, unless they are matching and require special suits, the usher should pay for it themselves. If the suits need to be tailor-made, it's, a, it's an expense that the groom's side should kindly cover. I feel like all the suits that are going to be standing or, like, doing a job in the ceremony should wear the same suit just for aesthetic reasons, and I'm a designer at heart, so that's how I feel, but that, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. So, if we go down to a wedding party and talk about um, what the wedding party, sorry, wedding wire said that the wedding party are responsible for these things. The bridesmaids, groomsmen, bridesmen, groomsladies, and other wedding party members do have certain expenses they'll need to cover, including attire such as bridesmaid dresses and groomsmen, groomsmen suits or tuxes, travel, accommodations, gifts, and more. So they pay for their attire, they pay for their travel and accommodations, they pay for wedding gifts for the couple, they pay for bachelor, bachelorette, party bridal shower uh and hair and makeup if a bride doesn't require her party to have professional hair and makeup the bridesmaids may choose to pay for their own so that's pretty much it oh the for the flower girls and ring bearers the parents of those children should pay for their attire
1: okay
0: um and i think that's it with regards to the wedding party but is it (laughs) I i just scrolled down a little bit so it says um bridesmaids dresses in most cases the bridesmaids pay for their own which are chosen as a joint effort between a bride and her maids if budget allows a bride may choose to pay for the bridesmaid dresses as a gift to her crew again entirely optional Groomsmen's uh similar to bridesmaid dresses, the groomsmen are expected to pay for their own attire, whether purchased or rented. Sometimes the groom will cover these expenses for his groomsmen, but it's not that common. So it's kind of interesting how it varies in that that space from the UK, at least from bride book in the UK and from wedding wire, that their traditional bridesmaids and groomsmen and All those people are paid for by each side, but here in the States, it's paid for by the actual wedding party, usually. Yeah, when I was in a wedding,
1: um, I paid for mine, but I think that, to me, I mean, this is just an opinion, if they're having to have the same dress that you'll never ever wear again, that you or the bride or whatever is choosing, I feel like that... That, that maybe should be a if, if there's in budget that they should pay for it but like lately to me you should do like a cocktail dress and let them choose and choose their colors and something and then they can choose something that they might wear otherwise and then it's to me I feel like it's nicer at that point for them to pay for it because they will wear it again but I bought no offense to the person I bought it for but I bought this long ass purple dress there's not not one fucking place i'll ever wear it again and it was i mean it was almost 200 oh you can cut it short and wear it never it's gone it's a throwaway again. no offense but um, um who paid for my i did
0: no you didn't yes i did no you didn't yes i did no you didn't okay. because i wore the same one that i wore to homecoming
1: no lisa we bought those black ones i still have the one in the closet i bought your dress no you didn't okay i still have the dress in my closet because show me right me. now i can't well when we get home i'll show you
0: Show me now.
1: But I mean. When we get
0: home. You could have arranged for somebody to put a dress
1: there. (laughs) But I had. I mean I think that I helped Malia pay for hers too. But I remember because I bought them all at the same time. Yours, Cheyenne's, and Jada's. But anyway. I just think it's nice if if you choose a dress that people can wear again. Okay. So father of the bride. traditionally. And you are doing this part with the bride's parents paying for the bulk of the wedding. The father of the bride fronts most of the budget. In addition, bride's dads have picked up additional to do's along the way. Dad's chores might include airport duty, coordinating maps and directions to the wedding site, scouting potential reception venues, doling out tips to wedding day staff, and a variety of toasting and hosting tasks. Is that it? For the father of the bride. Do
0: you have them? Do the mother of the bride as well?
1: Okay, so the mother of the bride may serve as the wedding planner, guest list moderator, traditional reception hostess, fashion.
0: Pause. Pred- mother of the bride is not the wedding planner. Continue. She
1: said may serve as.
0: Okay, may serve as the whole ass wedding planner.
1: Well, that's just what it says.
0: Oh, I guess she has to work her ass off on the day of the wedding, yeah. the day of her daughter's wedding.
1: So traditional reception hostess fashion critic and therapist other possible duties include researching family and ethnic traditions attending the bridal shower maybe even hosting it and rehearsal dinner and dancing the night away at the reception the nature of the bride's mother's role is entirely up to the bride good luck with that brides
0: yeah (laughs) okay so brides parents and or family members if you're going the very traditional route the answer to the question who pays for the wedding is the bride's family that's what Dun, you da, always da. hear <laughs> that's just what we always hear that's what we've been taught and that's that so go to your next thing well i mean and i'm also, just
1: kidding no but i'm but families that have girls i mean i have a daughter and that i have sons and with my sons i never thought about having in, to inquire, inquire any cost for their wedding i am inquiring some cost at this point but with jada that's in my head that with mom mom didn't have a lot of money to help with my wedding, but she put as much as she could because that. And we didn't ask Jeremy. Jeremiah's well. So
0: this it. is no, and this is <laughs> um, probably an outdated tradition because why does the bride's family need to pay? You know what I mean? Well, I don't,
1: and I don't know. It's one of those things that's ingrained though. Because I, I'm telling you, as I was raising my children, I was thinking. I even thought like, oh well, Cheyenne, so Selena, I am still seen, I'll have to do that. But when it came to Jada, I thought. But now that we're looking at Tyler's wedding. I wish I would have thought to do more, to, I mean, to save more money or to be more prepared to, to give more because it isn't fair for the bride's family to have to do it. Correct. Um, so the next. Can, I, one to, can oh, I do anything? Ahead. Sure.
0: You'll see that even in traditional roles, the bride's family doesn't actually pay for everything, but they're definitely a big part of the equation. The bride's family pays for the wedding venue and vendors and most products and services related to the day. Typically, the bride's family pays for an- the engagement party. Also, I'm wondering how this works for same sex couples. I mean, tradition just goes right out the door. It just does. And that's great. I mean, and
1: probably, like, if we were two brides, then those two brides' families were already planning to... to
0: Boom, but if it's two grooms, they don't get shit. Yeah, so they're screwed. They get a welcome party, and that's it. (laughs) Um, So, the brides' family members pay for the engagement party, the wedding ceremony, um, including venue decor, music, uh, the reception venue, catering, reception music... The bride's attire and accessories, the wedding planner, flowers, stationery, favors, photography, videography, transportation, wedding cake, and day after brunch if there is one. Wow. There is a caveat on the flowers, but I want to come back to that later.
1: Well, I was just thinking mom paid for, my grandmother paid for my dress, my undergarments, and my alterations. I mean so you can even have I mean and I think she had something. I don't even know why she did that because mom couldn't help, but that was very nice. So we're going to go to the Grimes family now. Yes. So the father of the groom, he used to get away with fading into the woodwork, but nowadays he's suited up for action. In terms of cost contribution, the groom's dad traditionally pays for a few major items, notably the rehearsal dinner. He might also fulfill numerous dancing, toasting, and other obligations, escorting guests, moving tables, addressing problematic service. It's nice, too, if he checks in with the bride's dad occasionally to offer support. And so then the mother of the groom um, can assume any of the bride's and mom's responsibilities if she's up to it. Dole out to do's diplomatically to prevent conflicts. She attends the bridal shower and is escorted down the aisle during the prelude. Her shining moment, the mother's sun dance. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so sad. Did then. you hear about Tim's
0: mom's? Yes. Okay. For his first wedding? Yes. And his third wedding, <laughs> but not his fourth wedding. Um, okay, so we're doing the groom's side. Mm-hmm. The main responsibility of the groom's parents is paying for the rehearsal dinner. Traditionally, the groom's family also pays for the honeymoon, but nowadays the couple is usually taking on those expenses themselves. So, rehearsal dinner, honeymoon, and in some parts of the country, it's tradition for the groom's family to pay for the alcohol at the reception. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Why did that just happen? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's all I have for the groom's side. Because they don't have to pay
1: for anything. Well, you were talking about the caveat with the flowers. Yeah, but I
0: don't want to talk about it right now. I want to come back to it.
1: Well, I don't really have much else.
0: We'll keep going.
1: Okay. So the officiant, we've already said that. We know what that is. The officiant is the cleric or city official who performs the marriage ceremony. A priest, a rabbi, a minister, or justice of the peace. They pay for nothing. Ushers are male or females who escort guests to their seats before the ceremony. Ushers are often employed in addition to groomsmen. This way you can involve other important guys in your day, including preteen relatives who may not have been up for all the groomsmen's duties. And then I don't like there's this shit I don't know about. Candlelighters. In some Christian ceremonies, preteens aged 9 to 12 or even adults light candles at the altar at the altar just before the mother of the bride is seated. Candlelighters may dress like the wedding party or not your choice.
0: So you're just sitting here across from me telling me that you don't have any roles for the bride or the groom?
1: No, I did not do bride and groom roles. Isn't that amazing? Did you? Because I just figured they show up I and get married. Pe-
0: they they'd be paying for shit. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, tell me about the bride.
0: The bride uh, is expected to cover the below costs. Okay. As you'll see below. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bridesmaid's gifts, her partner's wedding band, hair and makeup for herself, hair and makeup for attendance, if the budget allows, wedding day gift for her partner, and a gift for her parents. Aww. Do you think you're going to be getting a gift? Probably not. The groom, okay, so the caveat under the groom is, while technically the groom is supposed to pay for these wedding costs himself... The groom's family may help to contribute to these expenses.
1: <laughs> That's what's happening now. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Marriage license. Oh. Efficient. His partner's rings. Groomsman's gifts. Groom's attire. Wedding day gift for his partner. The bride's bouquet. men's boutonnieres and mothers and grandmothers corsages but this is a very traditional way of working out who pays for the wedding usually the bride's bouquet and the boutonnieres are paid for by whoever is handling the total flower bill gift for his parents and wedding night accommodations so um, that's where my caveat comes in the wedding flowers I just thought it was kind of cute this is um, from the UK but also I ain't got time for that So, it says, the bouquet should be a gift from the groom to the bride, as she is his date. For an extra romantic twist, the groom can even pick wildflowers for the bride's bouquet. The bride's side of the family will traditionally pay for any other flower stuff.
1: That is so sweet, though.
0: The wedding rings are a split, split cost between the bride and groom's families. The groom's family will pay for the bride's ring and vice versa. I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing. Do you know what
1: might happen with me? Mom took her wedding set because they were divorced and took it to the jewelry store and traded it in and was able to get mine and Jeremiah's bands. So that's how she did. That's how we did that. That was her way of contributing, and I thought it was sweet, and she wasn't going to use them, you know? It's super sweet, and now who's using them? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> They've been melted down to make something else. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone.
0: Yeah, that. <laughs> guest accommodations. This one was interesting, too. Traditionally, each side of the family will pay for their own guest accommodation. Oh. So Tyler should be Paying really put, chipping in for that house. Um, This does depend on what the families are comfortable with. Nowadays, mo- most guests will pay for their own accommodations.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can see, like, if they were coming in, like, we were flying in to home, or to Georgia, to have the wedding, that... You know, but if it's a destination wedding, like what we discussed, then probably it would be a a guest expense. And we've discussed this, I think, in other episodes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa freaking (laughs) folds her hands together like the fucking Godfather and has nothing to say. (laughs) I was like seriously sitting here on the edge of my seat like, what's next? What's next?
0: Because I thought that this episode was going to be longer, but it might just be a short episode that's all i have
1: that's actually all i have too there are other like with other religions like with the jewish religion and things like that where there's extra um people in the party hypo carrier (laughs) hypo carriers um and other stuff that i don't really understand they're just different names i think for the different Uh. attendants or whatever but i think that's all we have so i mean like we're just giving you this information so that you have the information. Do whatever you want to, however you want to. And I say, if so, Tucker can pay for it.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning your radios into our very special episode of the Destination Wedding podcast called Wedding Pledding.
1: <laughs> and
0: we will. Uh, do another episode for you guys to listen to next week.
1: We don't know what it's going to be about, but it's I think be-
0: I know, but I'm not going to make any promises. But it'll be a fun I'm, one, right? I'm sick of this one. We're
1: I'm sick of making
0: promises and not keeping them. But yes, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Again, rate, review, subscribe. For God's sake,
0: people. <laughs> Just do it. Click the button.
1: That's all it is. Click the, you don't have to, to leave any words. Just click the button.
0: I mean, we like words. I do like
1: words. But to make it but easy, click the button.
0: If we had to choose, go in the words and just do it.
1: Thank you for this wedding plan- planning process. Wedding
0: planning pod <laughs> destinations.
1: Okay, bye. bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Please come back again next week and don't forget to tell your friends.
1: Please help us out by subscribing to the pod, rating, and reviewing.
0: Join us on our awesome Facebook group, The Destination Wedding Pod.
1: And if you have a story to share, shoot us an email at hello at destinationweddingpod.com. That's hello at destinationweddingpod.com. We can't wait to share your crazy, hilarious, beautiful stories. Thanks again. See you next Tuesday.